name is Noah. I'm Ava. I'm Jack. I'm Luke. I'm Steven. I'm Lillian. I'm Carly. We're the HAEA Youth Leadership Council, and this is the Beyond HAE Podcast. This youth-produced podcast is brought to you thanks to the support of the U.S. Hereditary Angioedema Association, a patient advocacy organization serving the needs of the HAE patient and caregiver community. Hey guys, this is Gabby and I'm going to be your host for today. I'm from San Diego, California and I'm 17 years old. And in this podcast, I'm going to be telling you about my HAE story and how I've overcome the struggles that have come along with it. An opening quote that I wanted to share with you all is, nobody gets to live your life. You're the artist. Paint your picture, dream your own masterpiece. And that quote is by Anna Taylor. So to talk a little bit about my angioedema story, um, I was about two or three when I was diagnosed. And the reason why I was diagnosed so young is because my grandma and my mom both have the condition. So they were aware of the symptoms. So when I was younger, about in elementary school, my angioedema wasn't horrible. I would have swelling in my feet and in my hands, um, and it would prevent me from being able to write and sometimes um, going out to play at recess but it was never anything that I couldn't handle. But as I've gotten older, my attacks have definitely become more severe. Um, I remember one time I was going to a speech competition. I had woken up at 5 a.m. and I just felt a really strong pain in my stomach. Um, So I got an injection. I thought I would be okay to go, Um, but I waited 30 minutes before just in case it would flare up again. And luckily I did because the pain did not go away, so I ended up staying home. And after that, I had to get two more injections. So a total of three injections in one day um, because the pain was that severe. Another example that I have, and this one is a little scarier to me. Basically, I'd come home from the beach. I was hanging out at my house about to go to bed when I felt this really sharp pain in my stomach. It was just like a stab to my abdomen. And so I thought it might have just been like trapped a gas or something else. So I went to bed thinking that I could just get my, you know, acute treatment in the morning. Well, I woke up at about 3 a.m. and I ended up having to wake up my mom as well. And um, she was going to administer the shot because she's my caretaker. And before she could, I remember passing out. And it was just a very traumatic experience for my parents. I don't think I was as traumatized as they were because um, I feel like in times of stress and angst, I'm able to somewhat calm myself down or make myself a laugh. Um, So while I was passed out, I remember thinking like, why are they so worried? I'm gonna be okay. But I don't think I understood the severity of the situation. So, Once I became more cognizant of everything that was happening, we went to the ER, and I guess this is something that's really frustrating about HAE. When you go to the doctor's office, not many people understand your condition. Many times when I've gone into my, like, pediatrics or my, even my allergist, They don't know what HAE is and I have to give them like a brief summary and then they go on and they do their research and they learn more about it. But it's kind of an intimidating thing when you you go to the doctor because you're not feeling well um, and there's the potential of them not knowing how to treat you or how to make you feel better. Um, And so for me, a little bit of frustration is brought out by that. Um, You know, my dream job is to go to Indonesia and work at a sanctuary with orangutans and other endangered animals. Um, But... 
I get really paranoid. Will this be possible? Because I will be doing a lot of traveling and, you know, some of those hospitals over there may not have the medical necessities in order to to um, help me with my attacks or like proper refrigeration. So those are all questions that I have on a daily basis. Um, and I guess it's, it's just taking those extra steps, you know, with having HAE, we do have to be a little more cautious and, and cognizant of our actions just because, you know, your, your HAEs, it's, it's a little unpredictable sometimes. But luckily, I started a preventative treatment, which has allowed me to, I guess, expand my horizon um, because my attacks actually don't come as um, frequent as they used to, which is really nice. And before I would get a monthly attack that was really severe and I would have to have about two or three injections per attack. Um, but I, I haven't had one of those recently, which is really nice. Um, so a quick question for you all. Does your preventative treatment make you feel hopeful that you will be able to follow your dream in the future? So coping. Everyone has different coping mechanisms when it comes to HAE. Some people prefer to sleep and ignore the pain that way. Some people prefer to read and write and um, I guess even exercise. I've heard of um, kids on the HAEA youth Instagram talking about how exercise is helpful for them. Um, for me, my coping mechanism is art. And it was actually one of the first things that has helped me cope with the, um, or distract myself from the stressors of life. Um, I started painting when I was about three or four and my dad would always tell me that I would run around my house with my diaper on, with paintbrushes in my hand, just like super manic. Um, and I feel like I can relate to that now. I really like art it, and it's been something that's always been constant in my life. Art makes me feel better because it has taught me that beauty can be built from whatever I have been given. Usually when I paint or I draw, I start with a sketch or a circle or something simple and then I keep adding on to it until I end up with an extremely vivid wild creation and so in essence art helps me get to a place where I can understand and rationalize what's going on with me and it's almost like a little break for the brain you know it takes your mind off of what you've been stressing about and it allows you to just breathe and relax and so Maybe you've developed a passion or a love or a hobby because of HAE. Whatever it may be, that skill you developed, if you think about it, originated from a place that was very painful and gloomy and almost unprecedented. So with that being said, in times of frustration, it may be hard to imagine a positive outcome. But for me, that's why it's important to take everything one step at a time. It's really important that you realize that everything will be okay eventually. You just have to get past the, the rain clouds that are blocking out in the sun. So that's my advice for you guys. Um, that's my story. And I really hope that I have resonated with you in some way. If you guys want to reach out to me, you can always contact the HAEA youth page or the um, HAEA administration and i'd be happy to talk to you about anything 
So with that being said, thanks for tuning in. We'd like to give a shout out to Zach for mixing the beat you hear on today's episode. Thank you, Zach. You're awesome. For updates about our podcast or if you just want to connect with the HAE community, um, feel free to follow us at HAEA Youth. Um, And with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you guys are having an awesome day.